listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. A day late and a Garrett short for tonight's podcast. However, joining me from Arizona, Chev and Nooney. What's up, Chev? What's going on, Mike? You doing all right today? A um, little hungover from the wedding I was at last night. Still. Well, no, not. I'm all right now. Um, Garrett's at a wedding tonight. But you know what? This, um, spring, let's, let's talk about this real quick, Chev. Weddings during football season. Not digging it. Yeah, sorry, Melissa. You get a, a certain couple months that you get to have it in, not during football season. Yeah. I don't know. She probably isn't going to listen to our podcast. I randomly play it at her house, but she needs to listen to this part, 100% facts. Yeah, it's funny because um, my wife doesn't listen either, but she tells me I do, I do a great job, and I'm like, well, you could listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I always play yeah, it on so- there, like Google Home. It's so funny. I was like... Hey, Google, play the Dynasty Rewind, and everybody gets so mad. That's cool that it just pops up, though. So, um, Yeah, so let's, let's ladies, no to the – I know you like fall weddings, but come on, it's not that great. Um, especially Sunday weddings during football season. Like what? I was invited to one. Uh, it would be next Sunday. I'm not going. I don't really hang out with the guy much anymore. I haven't really talked to him in three years anyway, so, you know. And it's an hour away from my house. It's a whole thing. I got to work the next day. So, oh, yeah. Now. So get it together, ladies. So aside from that, uh, normally if Garrett was here, we would be talking some Debbie. I don't have any Debbie news and notes for you. But what I will tell you is if you are interested in it, follow Garrett on Twitter at Dynasty Price. And uh, make sure you hit up our friend Ray Garvin's show. That's the Destination Debbie podcast. He does an amazing job. Um keeping you up to date there so do have some news saquon barkley's out they, they're saying four to eight weeks what they say high ankle sprain right chef yeah i believe it's a high ankle sprain it, it kind of sucks for me because this is my first time ever getting saquon barkley in a, a redraft league i got the first pick somehow and then this is how my season goes he just goes down for four to eight weeks and i just feel just absolutely depressed now so question for you obviously you're not a doctor and neither am i um high ankle sprain isn't that more like a fracture or is that a Liz Frank that's more like a fracture I would say a Liz Frank I know high ankle sprain I had something like that in college and it was really hard for me to just walk like it was so sore all the way down to my bottom of my foot so it's super tough all right so um Saquon's out so it looks like Wayne Gallman's going to be the next guy up um if you haven't already grabbed him maybe you want to go ahead and pick him up uh, even if you don't own Saquon, it's always good to get a starting caliber running back whenever you can. Uh, so Melvin Gordon's back, though. He's rejoining the San Diego, as they should be, Chargers. And from what I heard today, he's going to be active this weekend. Uh, Justin Jackson is out. Uh, Austin Eckler is still a beast. So that's what do you, what do you think, a timeshare? Maybe 50-50 with Eckler? Or do they work Melvin in a little bit slower? I'm going with they're going to work him in a little slower. I still think Eckler's still – I mean, he's shown that he can kind of take the reins and kind of run with it for now. Um, if Justin Jackson was not injured, I think we might not even see Melvin Gordon this week. But with the injury, 
Uh, definitely going to see a little bit of Elvin Gordon. Uh, I'm hoping they take it slow because, I mean, he's a great talent, but they won't even pay the man, so who knows what they're going to do. What's surprising to me is Justin Jackson had a lot of offseason hype, and rightfully so. He was very productive when he stepped in last season. Mm-hmm. They really did not utilize him like I thought they would. Um, it's really just been the Austin Eckler show pretty much all season to this point. Yeah, and I mean, he's definitely winning a lot of people leagues right now. I mean, they're probably 3-0 and if they have Eckler in their lineup. So, I mean, he's just been absolutely brilliant. So I, that's the only reason why I can see Melvin Gordon kind of taking a couple weeks to get kind of back in that football football uh, mode and kind of getting the, the football uh, strength back into him. So, I mean, he's got to take a few hits to kind of get back into that beast mode of front mind frame. So aside from... Chargers news, Melvin Gordon rejoining. Looks like Mike Williams is out on Sunday. You a Mike Williams owner anywhere, Chev? I'm actually not a Mike Williams owner. I tried to get him in a couple leagues, but, I mean, it just never panned out for me. Uh, I I definitely think he's a great talent. I know Garrett definitely hyped him up a lot in this offseason, but I I still believe in Keenan Allen. Uh, I've had him on my team for a couple seasons, and I I recently just traded him in a pretty decent trade, but... uh, Keenan Allen's definitely proven why he is a wide receiver one. I mean, he got a couple a couple injuries uh, a couple seasons, but, I mean, if he's on the field, I mean, he's a guy that puts up numbers every single week. So uh, definitely going to be looking out for Phillip Rivers in this next episode. Yeah, so I've been real high on Mike Evans the whole offseason, and, you know, he had a slow spark. It looks like he has a back injury. Um, Mike Evans or Mike Williams? I'm sorry. Mike Williams. I've been high on Mike Evans, too. Forgive me. Um, (laughs) uh, He has a back injury, so that's what they're saying here on Sleeper anyway. Um, Just a huge bummer for me, personally. I have him, like, everywhere, pretty much. I mean, he's a great talent. He's a guy that can make big plays in the red zone, so, I mean... Uh, I'm definitely high on him as well. Um, it kind of sucks because Hunter Henry went out, and that could have been a big step for Mike Williams to get more targets. And it just seems like he's just had a couple injuries this season that kind of just been holding him back. And hopefully halfway through the season we can at least see what Mike Williams can actually do. Um, but just got to get off the injury bug. Hey, get get back soon, Big Mike. Um so someone that looks like he's not going to be back too soon. Cam Newton's out again. Kyle Allen's going to start. He looked pretty good last week. Uh, Mason Rudolph also looked pretty decent last week too. So we got some um, we got some younger guys kind of taking the reins at quarterback here um, in a bit of a shift uh, for the NFL. You know, Cam Newton's been a starter for a long time, as has Ben Roethlisberger. So. I don't know. What, what are we expecting out of these two young quarterbacks? Think we can get a couple of W's for these guys this week? Oh, don't don't you discredit Eli Manning, too. I mean, we got the passing <laughs> of him, too, okay? I forgot, I'm i sorry. Danny Dimes is doing it up in New York. Yeah, there we go. That's that's better. But, I mean, um, I'm not even sure who they play this week. Um, uh, let's see. The Panthers play. Probably should have had that up before. I, I know the uh, – <laughs> I know the um, – uh, forgive me. Okay. Oh, actually, that's going to be a good one. So the Panthers are at Houston, which it looks like it could be a very fantasy-relevant game for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. the Steelers play the Bengals. Oh, yeah, so definitely. Both could be really game. good games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that definitely could be really two good games. I mean, um, I mean, going up against the Texans, I mean, the, the team's a little shaky right now. They're, they're kind of trying to find their identity again, I think. I think they won last week but i mean 
Um, it has just been pretty shaky offensively and defensively a little bit too, just in my opinion. But uh, definitely love what Carolina showed on offense this last week, though. I mean, they were going against Arizona Cardinals, but they still proved that, hey, well, our offense is still good enough to put up points. Um, but should be it should be a good couple games this week for those two players. And another game that should be a good one. We got an AFC North battle here. We have the Browns and the Ravens. So the Browns could be in first place in the AFC North if they win this game. But um, they haven't looked that great this season. That's I kind of wanted to talk to Garrett about this. Um, but he's not with us. So, Chev, you got to take the reins on this one. Maybe you and Garrett talk Browns a lot. Are we concerned about the Browns and Baker Mayfield? Um, fantasy-wise, Baker... He hasn't been killing me. I've been getting help elsewhere, but he's been a little bit under what I expected. OBJ's still been good. Nick Chubb has been good. And Joku, the second I trade for him, gets injured. So um, you concerned about Baker Mayfield at all, or do you think this is a fluke to start the season? I'm actually kind of concerned about the whole offense. I mean, Nick Chubb has honestly kind of been the only person that's kind of looked really really solidified in that offense. I mean, he hasn't done too many great things, but, I mean, he's he's been a guy that you can probably count on the most out of these guys. I mean, Odell's put up decent amount of points each week, but, I mean, this offense has just not looked very great. We talked about Cam Newton not having their swagger. I'm kind of worried about the swagger of this offense as well. I mean, you got uh, Jarvis Landry out there. You got Baker Mayfield. These guys love to have swagger. They love to have enthusiasm in their game. And for me, I, I'm just not seeing it right now. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Mike, but is, is that enthusiasm still there? I mean, I know it's there during pregame when Baker's playing the drums for some Phil Collins, but during the game, it's, it's just it's just not there for me, scene-wise. I mean, so, admittedly, I don't get to watch the Browns a lot. Yeah. Obviously, um, Garrett does. He's in Ohio and a Browns fan. But when I saw them playing against the Jets... I got to say I wasn't impressed. I mean, if Sam Darnold was playing, that game could have been way, way different. Uh, both teams do have very good uh, defense as well. I do believe that Cleveland was without, was it three or four of their defensive back starters last week? Yeah. Yeah, so that definitely doesn't help either. But um, I'm starting to wonder, is Freddie Kitchens one of those guys that's a better coordinator than head coach? I mean... It is only a couple games in. I don't want to tack that on him right away, but we've seen it before. So, yeah, I mean, Wade I mean, Phillips comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a little too early to kind of say that yet. But, I mean, just for me, that offense has just looked out of place. And I don't know. It's just been, it's just been a very unique situation. I definitely thought it was going to be a lot better. I thought it was going to be booming pretty well. But it's just... I mean, it's, you got a bunch of new guys, and man, maybe it just hasn't clicked yet. And halfway through the season, we'll see the full potential. I mean, th- these guys still got a chance to make the playoffs. We're three games in. There's not too much going on, but the panic button's not hit yet. But if we get into week five, week six, and I'm still feeling the same way, um, it's not going to be good. I'm probably going to be in panic mode if Baker's still looking like this through six weeks. I mean, I'd feel a lot better if this game was in Cleveland. Oh yeah, but it's in Baltimore, and that's it's going to be tough. So, um, see how that goes there for the Browns. So, uh, also, one thing that I thought was interesting, I did get a sleeper update this week. NFL owners have proposed the 17-game slate, and it looks like they would remove some preseason games. I'm all for it. Um, it looks like the NFLPA is not a fan of it because uh, more games, they want more money. 
But last yeah. I checked, if you're adding a regular season game and taking away preseason games, that's actually not more games. If they add one and take away two preseasons, that's less games. That's just math. So yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, come on. But for them, I think they're more thinking about their starting players rather than the players that are getting drafted and getting that that free agency kind of chance. Um, if it's week 17, we could possibly see starters not even playing in those weeks, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting situation. I haven't really got to look too deep into it, but um, I would definitely think that the players would possibly be against it. I know they want less preseason games. I mean, maybe adding a, a game in the end of the season and taking two away from preseason might help, but um, I don't know. It, it's just a unique, in, just a unique situation, really, right now. It's, I think it's just a thought, but who knows? So for me, I would love to see just um, basically a plus one, minus one situation. You add that week seventeen, you get rid of the fourth preseason game because, as mm-hmm. you know, those are the garbage games right there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I still think that preseason games are important. Mm-hmm. And they should have the starters play. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks this season, especially not playing in the preseason and not looking that great to start out. So Yeah, I was going to say, ask the Bears how uh, important preseason is for their young quarterbacks. And then, yeah, and the Browns for that matter, too. Yeah, we were just talking about them. Um, even Aaron Rodgers, the first game of the year, wasn't really looking like what we had expected um, from seeing him in the past. Mm-hmm. So. Um, kind of interesting to see how that goes. And, hey, another week of NFL football is great. You get that, and you get another week of fantasy football, too. So it does sound like a win-win to pretty much everybody. Um, hey, speaking of win-wins, a uh, good friend of mine, good friend of the show, his name is Phil Simmons. You can find him on fantasy, I'm sorry, on Twitter, at Stats and Facts FF. He just started writing for Big Guy Fantasy Sports. He has been doing game recaps. He's done two so far. Go check him out. Give him a follow. Tell him that Mike sent you. He'll, he'll show you some love. So uh, the pork man's a great dude. Check out his writing. Uh, so he is also in the Dynasty Rewind Listener League. I would like to take a moment and talk about that. We haven't really gotten a chance to talk about it too much um, this year. So let's get into that. Um, we are currently sitting in 11th place <laughs> <laughs> out of 12. So some of the guys that uh, we have been pumping up a little bit, yeah, they haven't been delivering for us. So we are one and two. Um, official fan Tyler is actually in 12th place. Oof. Uh, yeah, it's rough. He, He's he listens to the show, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can tell, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because in most of the leagues he's in, more often than not, he is a playoff team. So mm. he'll probably turn it back around. Uh, we do have one undefeated team that is J-K-A-J-E. Um, he's 3-0. and He's And oddly enough, he does not have the most points in the league either. Um, point differential-wise, he would be... Let's see. Fifth. No, sixth in the league. Actually, he would be lower if we're just going by points. So... Um, making it count the most. Good for you. Um, then second, we got... Dale 87, third is Big Dunn, fourth is Blueberry Worth, fifth is the Back Row Fantasy Show, sixth is the aforementioned Pork Man, he's one and two, seventh is Straight Edge, uh, eight is Shaq Nato, and he is from Dynasty Tools. Also, check them out if you have not listened. Another great podcast. 
Um, Shaq and Jim, the great dudes, love them. Uh, ninth is Cedo. Tenth is Bully. We are eleventh, and Tyler's twelfth. So uh, we got an interesting matchup this week. We are playing Straight Edge, and we are projected to lose. Go figure. Hey, you know, <laughs> so. we we got a lot of guys that are trying to prove themselves. I mean, we got two rookie running backs. Baker Mayfield's played not too great. Hopkins hasn't played too awesome. Cooks hasn't played too awesome. But our boy Austin Hooper, he's winning us a couple bets so far. So that's we at least we can lean on that guy. This is true. And in our starting lineup is Kenyon Drake instead of Jordan Howard, who we have on the bench with oh, thirty-two and a half points. So I'm gonna have to have Garrett start setting the lineup. I didn't see that coming though. In all fairness, I mean. You know, no one really did. How many people? I want to know how many people actually started Jordan Howard this week. That the Packers defense has been lights out this year. They're in Lambeau. Never, never saw that coming. So yeah, I I I played Green Bay in a couple of leagues, and let's just say it's either zero or it's a negative score right now. So it's it's not good. uh, But in one of the leagues, I'm still projected to win but it should be interesting they definitely let me down it was a good game though um, oh, yeah. just getting tired of these late games man I'm getting too old for it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, what are you going to do um, alright so we do have some starts and sits for you this week page here uh, let's start with some quarterbacks who are you starting at quarterback this week yeah so this one this one's a pretty easy one for me I'm going to be starting Phillip Rivers against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins have just looked absolutely terrible, and Phillip Rivers has put up pretty great points. I mean, he's got Keenan Allen, the uh, number one wide receiver in fantasy football right now. Uh, I mean, he's like 100 points, of, or he has like some crazy stat of how more much above he is than the other wide receiver too. So I uh, definitely think that's a great matchup for them uh, going up against Miami. I, I like that too. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. And Miami has not been stopping anybody. Um, this week, I'm actually starting Andy Dalton in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh hasn't really stopped anybody this year. And Andy Dalton hasn't really been stoppable this year either. Dude's slinging it all over the field. The Bengals aren't doing so great overall. But Andy Dalton, he's putting up the points. That's really all that matters for your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Um, Sit-wise, I'll do mine and then we'll go to your chef. I am sitting Josh Allen against the Patriots. The Patriots have a tendency to take their best player away from a team. And, yeah, you can hate the Patriots all you want, but, man, they are good at what they do. So I think that Josh Allen is the best uh, player on the Bills, and Belichick's going to find a way to scheme up against him. So um, not feeling him this week. Who are you sitting, Chev? Uh, It's funny you say Josh Allen because I have Josh Allen as well um, on my sit list i mean just great the patriots, minds think alike yeah the patriots defense has just been absolutely insane this year they've been playing awesome uh, like you said belichick's a great defensive mastermind so i can definitely see them like you said taking away their best player this week uh at buffalo but i mean the patriots really haven't played too many great teams yet uh, i'm not saying the bills are a great great team but it's definitely gonna be a stiffer competition uh going into this week for the patriots okay um, who are you starting at running back this week? You know, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs as a start this week against Indy. Uh, I really think he's been battling with some sickness and a, I think it was a hip injury that he was going with. 
I think he's going to come back strong this week and probably put up, hopefully put up 100 yards and maybe a touchdown or two. I think they're going to really try to get him the ball and get that offense kind of rolling with Josh Jacobs uh, being the lead force in that. I promise we were not sharing notes before, but my start is Josh Jacobs versus the Colts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think he's going to bounce back, and it looks like Darius Leonard's not going to play again this week either. So that's huge for the Raiders. Darius Leonard obviously is a fantastic linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Start Jacobs all day. So my sit is Sony Michelle versus the Bills. Was that your sit? That was not my sit. Okay, good, good. We got We got some... Um, I just think it's, it seems like the game scripts have been they've been there for Sony but he's getting outrushed by guys like Rex Burkhead um, I don't know if he's hurt maybe and you know how the secretive Patriots can be so uh, mm-hmm. the Bills did shut down uh, the Pats offense last time they played last year so um, Sony can ride the pine that being said I also benched Jordan Howard so um, who, are you, who are you sitting this week Jeff? Yeah, so I'm going to sit Frank Gore. So Frank Gore, the last two okay. games, he's put uh, 19 attempts, 68 yards, one touchdown, 14 attempts, 76 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, kind of just the same thing that we were talking about earlier. Uh, the, that Patriots defense looks pretty fierce. Um, I mean, he's had Frank Gore's had a couple good games this uh, last two weeks, uh, but I think this week could be very tough on him. Um, I know Singletary's still battling with a, a injury, but – I just see Frank Gore possibly not being able to produce uh, the way people are kind of wanting him to produce. I mean, he's running back 19 right now. Which uh, is crazy. Oh, sorry, that's in standard. PPR is 23, so, I mean, okay. not not all of us were seeing that. I mean, I didn't see that coming uh, to fruition. Uh, so, I mean, he's 36 years old, and, I mean, he's been playing for since the dinosaurs were walking still. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just incredible what he's doing. So, I mean, 16.3 in week two and 16.9 in week three. So, I mean... He's still doing amazing things at that age, but I think this week's kind of be going to be a slowdown week for him. It's amazing too. When they signed him, everybody was like, "Why?" Yeah. And yet here we are. You know, it's one of those things again. As much as we try to predict it, fantasy football and football in general is just crazy. We are all like, "Yeah, I think Yeldon's going to be the guy to own in the Bills' backfield." And Again, here we are. So and far from that. <laughs> yes, it has been. Uh, Chef, who are we starting at wide receiver? So I am actually going to go with kind of like an odd pick right here, but I'm going to go with DK Metcalf against the Arizona Cardinals. I like that. I and as much as I'm not a fan, I like that, and I think I see why. But but go ahead. Yeah, I just see uh, that defense is just kind of just not – they're just not very good at all. I mean, Patrick Peterson's out still with the PED issue, I believe. And, I mean, that defense is just, like, absolutely terrible. Um, And I I just think this is a game where DK could get a couple deep ball catches in this game and possibly even a touchdown. So I'm definitely throwing DK into my lineup if you have him and you need a wide receiver three or possibly even a flex position uh, where you need a lot of points from that game. So – DK is definitely a guy that has potential to get two or three deep deep passes and maybe even a touchdown this week. Yeah, in that Arizona secondary and defense as a whole is very suspect. Yeah. So I like that. I'm actually I'm going to go out on a limb here too. I'm going to start Preston Williams versus the Chargers. Um, you know, Rosen and Williams seem to have that connection. Everyone's they like to say there's nobody on Miami that you should be starting, but Preston Williams has been very, very productive this season. Him and Chosen Rosen, like I said, have that connection. So 
I think you can go ahead and start him. They're obviously going to have to throw the ball, and their run game is not anything to speak of at all. Uh, that being said, my sit of the week, Chev, don't hate me. I'm actually going to sit Allen Robinson. Oh, my gosh. Versus... This is literally ridiculous. He literally must have looked at my notes on my phone before this. Seriously. <laughs> I, I am sitting him against the Minnesota Vikings. Um until Trubisky just steps it up a little bit more. And, and, you know, it frustrates me to see him playing like this because I actually like Trubisky. I think he's a talented quarterback. So what, when you're seeing production like this and play like this, and you as a Bears fan must be really frustrated as well, even though they are 2-1, and one, so you can't really complain too, too much, but they are in a really, really tough division. I feel mm-hmm. like this is going to be a tough game. I feel like it's going to be a really run-heavy game for uh, the Bears as well. I think David Montgomery is going to eat this week, even against the tough Minnesota uh, front seven, because they're going to have to. What are yeah. your thoughts, Chev? Yeah, Allen Robinson is definitely a guy that I think could possibly struggle this week. Uh, Mitch Trubisky just hasn't shown me enough to kind of have that confidence in throwing Allen Robinson out there. I mean, if you have a wide receiver s- s- slot opened up, I mean, you could possibly throw him in there. Uh, but, I mean, last week, though Trubisky did have a better pass percentage and um, had three touchdowns, I mean, a lot of those were kind of wide open. I mean, he did have that one great pass uh, down the sideline off one foot. So, I mean, I, I still want to see a little more for Trubisky before I throw Allen Robinson in there to my wide receiver one, wide receiver two, a slot. Um, I'll just throw in a couple guys that I think could have possibly great weeks this week. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Sammy Watkins, and then I'm also going to go with Curtis Samuel. I love the I love the kind of um, combination with Curtis Samuel and uh, Kyle Allen out there. I believe that's yeah. his name. Yeah. So I mean, I, yep, I definitely right. love that connection that it seemed like they had in that offense. So really like that. Um, I, I just think Sammy Watkins. I think it's his turn to kind of uh, get those targets again and also uh, make some big plays down the field. Well, that's the rotation we talked about. Remember, it goes Watkins, Robinson, Hardman. And so yeah. it's Watkins' turn again. So, hey, just a quick question for you. Who you you have a choice here? You could start Baker Mayfield or Kyle Allen this week. Oh, give yeah, me keep one it, second. Keep in mind, Baker's going to be on the road in Baltimore. In Baltimore, yeah. And you know, Allen's going to be also traveling, but to Houston. I believe it's in Houston. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm probably going to stick with Kyle Allen on this one, even though I love Baker. Uh, but going into that Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore Stadium and trying to play on the road uh, is definitely going to be a test. I mean, they have all the talent there to have a great game, uh, but I really want to see it before I throw Baker back into my lineup. I mean, he just has not produced uh, like we all thought this season, and I know a lot of people were drafting him very high. So uh, just another stat on Sammy Watkins, too. I mean, he's had, let's see, targets in week one, 11, 13 in week two, eight in week three so i mean he's getting he's getting the targets i mean he's got nine six and five receptions uh he's been almost over 50 yards in each game the three touchdowns have been uh kind of helping him out in his stats wise but i mean having that many targets i mean why would you not want to start sammy Watkins and hope that he gets that big play uh from patrick mahomes you know and he's been healthy this year too so that was a concern with him was health yeah, he's mm-hmm. always been banged up. He's been healthy. He's been super productive. So um, yeah. all the people, all those Sammy truthers out there, it looks like that's finally uh, coming to fruition. So mm-hmm. tight end-wise, you got to start, Chef? Yeah, so it's this probably one... the same one as mine anyway. 
<laughs> Who are they playing? Who uh, They're playing the Falcons. Oh, nope. We're going to go with somebody different this time. Okay. All right. So, I mean, this is a pretty easy start right here for me. Uh, Will Disley, I mean, he's going up against an Arizona defense that has yep. allowed the most yards to tight ends uh, this season. So, I mean, pretty easy uh, pick for me at this uh, start. Um, let's take a look at kind of what he's done this season so far. Uh, Will Disley has five targets in week two and seven targets in week three. Six catches, five catches, and he also has three touchdowns. So, I mean, the yards aren't there, but, I mean, he's got the receptions. He's been over 50 yards the last two games, and he's had at least a touchdown in both of those games. It looks like they're trying to get him involved in that offense as well. Um, So, I mean, Will Disley is a guy that I think could absolutely tear it up, uh, just like TJ Hawkinson did in week one and Greg Olson in week three, I believe. So, I mean, they've just been getting torched by the tight end. Okay, so my start – this week at tight end is going to be Delaney Walker versus the Falcons. Um, he seems to be Mariota's security blanket. He's been pretty consistent and productive all season. So um, liking me some Delaney Walker this week, who I don't like my sits. And Chev, I swear to you, I am not a Bears hater, but I am sitting all the Bears tight ends. Um, Trey Burton's been banged up and consistent. Shaheen hasn't really done anything. So, And that's another thing until... Uh, the Bears start clicking a little bit. I'm not going to trust their tight end core either. So, uh, tight end wise, who are you sitting? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hate you for talking about the Bears offense right now. I mean, if you're talking about the Bears defense badly, then we might have to fight. I'll meet you at Washington Avenue. But Bears offense right now, <laughs> you're definitely waiting to see something that makes you want to start them. Uh, even David Montgomery right now, I'm still, eh. He could have a great game, but... You never know how they're going to use them. I mean, Cordell Patterson, I, I think, was in there like on just random plays, and I was just like, Ugh, what are we I, doing? That is so frustrating to watch, too. It, I mean, it's one of those things where it's almost like these coaches are saying, hey, all these fantasy guys know that this guy's the best, so I'm just going to go ahead and not play him. Yeah, it, it's just been a frustrating year. I mean, luckily we got a win against the Broncos, and last week we got a win, but – uh, definitely definitely looking to hope and, and seeing a little bit more out of that offense again. I mean, I feel like I say that every week. Um, but, I mean, it's a young offense. A lot of these guys are new to the playbook. So, I mean, hopefully we can see a little bit more out of them. Uh, but my sit for this week, I'm going to go with Mark Andrews against Cleveland. I just think it's going to be smart to possibly stay away from that situation as he has been on the injury list uh, a right. good amount this week. Um, I think there's they have a, a good enough – core at tight end where they might not want to use Mark Andrews as much uh, and throw uh, Hurst out there I believe is his name um, and possibly use him a little more rather than getting Mark Andrews banged up and being possibly out for more games I mean it's only week four why would you risk it you know I mean it's a pretty ballsy call sitting one of the number one tight ends on the year so Uh, we'll see how it works out man yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, so just real quick, a couple IDP guys that I like. Um, I like Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He had a huge game last week, and I think against Denver he could have another huge game. Um, aside from that, I am sitting Raekwon McMillan, the linebacker from the Miami Dolphins. He's been losing snaps. Um, you're losing time. You're not going to get any points. It's pretty easy. You would think a linebacker on a team that's getting run on constantly would be putting up big numbers, but unfortunately, he is not. Um, do you have any just other random guys you want to throw out there, Chev, before we move on? Um, 
let's go with Darius Slayton uh, with the New York Giants. I think he's he's a guy that could possibly be a, a big boom this week. He's a big boomer bus guy right now just because he hasn't been uh, using that offense very much due to injury. Uh, but this guy's a guy that Garrett's talked about all offseason. He loves him. And I'm starting to feel the same way about him. I think he's got the talent to possibly be uh, a big role uh, with uh, that new Giants offense. I mean, there's not much really going on there right now. You got Evan Ingram, uh, Barkley's out. So, I mean, Sterling Shepard is still there. And you also got Golden Tate coming back. But I think this week could be a game where Slayton possibly does uh, pretty amazing things. Are you looking at my lineup right now, Chev? Because I just put... I put him in 10 minutes before the podcast with Mike Williams being out and, you know, Dante Pettis is on bye week. So I just had to throw him in the lineup, but that's the league that I told you I have a 2% chance of winning. So, well, let's really hope he goes for 50 catches and 250 yards. I mean, that'd be great. (laughs) Uh, Just a random guy. I like, I like Chris Thompson uh, this week against the giants. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that being said too, case Keenum, wow. Looking good this year. Um, not doing much in the win column for the Redskins, but he's definitely helping your fantasy team if you've been forced to play him. Um, this is Other one of those than scenarios. last week. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Other than last week, but for the most part, um, he's been doing pretty well. And Chris Thompson's been eating too. I think he's mm-hmm. over double digits in every week this year. Um, and I think th- he's going to have a big game against the Giants. Obviously, Adrian Peterson does not do anything in the res- receiving game. That's Chris Thompson's M.O., but they give him some carries, too. I mean, it's nothing crazy. It's usually, what, three, five, seven carries, something like that. Mm-hmm. But he'll get 20, 30 yards on the ground and then a ton of yards through the air. So, um, liking me some Chris Thompson this week. I would definitely look at Emmanuel Sanders possibly having a better game this week, too. I mean, two catches for 10 yards, that's not like him. Yeah. I can definitely see him having a way better game this week. So, don't be scared of playing him uh if you're a wide receiver three possibly wide receiver two if you drafted high on running backs uh, i wouldn't be too shy to put him in my lineup either yeah i think a a sit for me this week as well as is chris carson um with all the fumbles that he had last week yeah Yeah, i i think i'm putting him on the bench so so like we said it was going to be a shorter episode but before we head out chev and i were talking beforehand about setting a dfs lineup so maybe that's something that we'll start getting into so let's find a contest here. All right, we're going to go to NFL. Um, we'll do the classic. Do you want to just do the early games, or do you want to do the Sunday to Monday slate? I'm down with whatever, man. Uh, I'll let you choose. All right, let's 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 do early. How's that sound? Because I'm old, Sounds and I like doing things that are early. Sounds um, good to me. Let's see. So the way um, what I always try to do when I do a DraftKings lineup is obviously I do one that's not too expensive. I'm sure you're, Chev, you're not doing like 20 or $50 ones, right? Oh, no, man. I'm poor. Most of my money goes <laughs> back into my programs at the YMCA. And uh, honestly, like, if you guys are interested in donating to the YMCA, uh, we could definitely use it. Uh, we need some volleyballs. We need we need stuff that will allow our kids to grow in the YMCA and keep them off the streets. So I know I, I shouldn't have gone this here to deliver donating, but uh, we're in dire need of some supplies at my branch. So if you guys are interested, uh, I know I give to a lot of uh, different organizations, and I really want to see uh, the, the organizations that my buddies are in thriving. So... If you guys are interested, uh, please get in contact with me. Uh, I can definitely find a, a use to donations that if you guys are possibly looking to donate. So 
uh, that went on the uh, a different track, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, definitely, definitely hook Chev up, and yeah, he's doing a great thing down there. And that being said, as well, Garrett is also doing the same thing with the Martin Center mm-hmm. um, out there in Canton. So you know, these two great guys, they help you try to win championships. So help them win at life with what they're doing. Um, yeah. But so what I do is I find one that doesn't have a lot of people in it. You know, like they have some where there's like four thousand people. So Here's one right here. Four dollar entry. Uh, there's three hundred twenty four people in it, and the max prize is two grand, which we're not going to win anyway. Doesn't matter. So, um, all right, we got quarterback, two running back, two wide out, three wide out. I'm sorry, tight end, a flex, and a defense and special teams. So let's start with quarterback. Um, Mahomes is the most expensive at seventy five hundred bucks. We're gonna just stay away from him. So. Yeah. Let's do some value dumpster diving. How's that sound? I'm down. I mean, you got Daniel Jones, Case Keenum that are possibly maybe a little cheaper. So Case Keenum's forty nine hundred bucks. Hmm. But who's so, a, who's lower than him? Is there? Believe it or not, right below him is Eli Manning <laughs> at forty eight hundred. Yeah, Eli. Yeah. And then Dwayne Haskins is at forty seven. But here's an interesting one as well. Um, Josh Rosen, $4,500. Yeah, I mean, that could definitely pay off. I mean, they're going against the Chargers defense. They have lost a couple uh, safeties or cornerbacks uh, in that uh, deep backfield of defenses. So, I mean, I mean, it could be a, a good play, but, I mean, I'm probably going to try to stay away. Um, I still just want to see – I just haven't seen enough to put my money on it. Yeah, let's – um, you know, why don't we do this? Let's Let's fill out the rest of our lineup. And come back to quarterback. I've done that before. Yeah. Um, so running backs, the most expensive one is eighty eight hundred dollars. Here's the thing that irritates me about DFS and DraftKings: Saquon Barkley. You know he's out. Why is he here? And yet he's eighty five hundred dollars. You want to know <laughs> so, why? Because a lot of people they think just play it, and they they may not know. I mean, does it? I'm guessing it shows he's out. But it does. Yes. Yes. I mean that that's probably not gonna help. Never mind. That was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So. All right, here, here's a good one. What about Shady against Detroit or Marlon Mack against um, Oakland? Marlon Mack, 6100 bucks, but Shady McCoy is $5,600. Yeah, I was thinking maybe uh, Marlon Mack and even looking at possibly Chris Thompson and see where he's at too. Well, I was thinking about saving Chris Thompson for a flex Flex, play. yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And here's another one. Carrion Johnson is $5,400. And Kansas City's defense isn't exactly the best so we got two guys that we could be banking on in this one game here yeah so i mean carry on johnson's a guy that could uh have that breakout game i mean i know they got rid of um cj anderson uh it just seems like he just hasn't put it all together i mean it seems like they don't just use him properly maybe maybe i'm just throwing that out there but i mean it kind of just reminds me of um last season with david johnson a little bit just they're not too sure how to use them yet, possibly. Yeah. I don't know, though. Well, here's an interesting one, and I think I think we're going to plug this guy in. At 4600 bucks. Wayne Gallman, he's the new starter in in New York. So, I mean, cheap enough, right? you got a starting running back. Yeah. I, so, I just think they're going to throw the ball more, but, I mean, he's a cheap value that could could have a big game. So, And we could use that somewhere else. Yeah. So we we need another running back. All right. So my my options for you are this: Marlon Mack at sixty one hundred, Shady at fifty six hundred, or Carry On at fifty four. Let's fire up Marlon Mack. 
Or, uh, sorry, one more. Josh Jacobs at 5100 bucks. Oh, let's go with Josh Jacobs. We had him on our love list this week, our start yeah. week. Let's go with yeah. him. If we're telling people to start him, we should probably start him. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm down. All right, so let's go to wide receiver now. The most expensive is Julio at 78 D-Hop is 77 Keenan Allen, 7600 bucks, um, and rightfully so. OBJ's yeah. at 73 um, Sammy Watkins is 67 So let me scroll down a little bit here. Here's one I like. Uh, Kenny Galladay has been having a pretty good season, 5900 um, Sterling Shepard is at 58 Tyrell Williams is 5700 Scroll down. Where are you at? Where's Curtis Samuel at? Because he's a guy that I would be interested in playing. Mm-hmm. Let me find him real quick. He's at 4600 bucks. I think he's definitely a guy that we should fire up in this lineup for sure. And I, I know that you and I are both fans of him too. So, yeah, yeah we're going ahead. We're going to put him right in. All right, so we need two more wideouts, and we have uh, $35,700 left. Um, one guy that I possibly could be looking at, maybe Philip Dorsett. I mean, he seems like he's had a great connection uh, in that offense so far. I'm sure he's going to be pretty cheap, too. Um, and you're right. 4700 bucks for Philip Dorsett. So, I mean, we're probably touchdown dependent on him, but, I mean, he, he's, he's shown that he can get the job done touchdown-wise. So, uh, he's got pretty good yardage as well, but maybe we look to a different guy. That's just a maybe a cheap play that you possibly could use i plugged him in for now and i figure if we have a lot of cap space left we could always come back and and yank him out of there yeah um when we're scrolling down more though it starts to get a little ratty um although preston williams is 3900 dollars, which is wow hey you know here's an interesting one is terry mcclurin playing this week he is playing. Uh, it seemed like that injury wasn't very major. Uh, he definitely could be a guy that we put in there, though. He's forty five hundred dollars. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely. I, if, we, I mean, if he's playing, I, I mean, it looks like status is probable. Expected to play Sunday, so I mean, he's a guy I would throw in there. All right. So we're gonna go to the flex now, and we had talked about Chris Thompson before, so I'm gonna go ahead and find him. He's Sounds like 45. we have a lot of money left. Yes, we do. But he's forty <laughs> five hundred dollars. So, I mean, we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll plug him in for now. And we have three positions left. We have uh, quarterback, tight end, and defense special teams. So let's go ahead and knock out the defense real quick here. Um, this is a pretty easy one for me. The Chargers defense against the Dolphins at thirty eight hundred. I mean, yeah. Let's let's just go ahead and do that. Sorry, I'm Barker. sure everybody else is going to do that too. But yeah, I'm sure you're right. And the defenses are cheap enough. All right, so we have eighteen hundred, eighteen thousand two hundred dollars left. So uh, let's go back to uh, let's do tight end real quick. Uh, Kelsey is the top one at seventy two hundred bucks. Evan Ingram at fifty seven. That's a huge drop off between wow. one and two. Um, Darren Waller, the baller, is at fifty two hundred. Garrett's boyfriend, Austin Hooper, is $4,300. I mean, we got the money. Do you want to just spend it on Kelsey? I don't know, man. I think Will Disley could have a big game against the Arizona. Oh, that's the later game. Never mind. Yeah, um, we're doing early. Yeah, I say let's fire. Let's put Kelsey in. How about that? All let's right, do that. so we got Kelsey in there. Now we're going to go to quarterback. Okay, 
So we have eleven grand left. We got Mahomes at seventy five hundred. Lamar Jackson is number two at sixty nine hundred. And Tom Brady is at sixty six. Mm, let me see. What's Matt Ryan at? Fifty nine hundred bucks. Hmm. But here's the thing: I, I don't like that matchup against Tennessee. They got a, yeah. they got a pretty tough defense. I yeah. mean, surprisingly, Philip Rivers is only at sixty two hundred dollars. Wow. I mean, are they thinking maybe he doesn't play the whole game? They're probably thinking they probably run the ball a good amount this game. I'm guessing too. So here's a here's an interesting proposition for you: Deshaun Watson at sixty four hundred bucks. He could be a guy that has a big game this week, especially going against that Carolina defense. I mean, they're they're solid, but they've also shown that they have their days too. He also has DeAndre Hopkins, so yeah, right, Hopkins so has kind of let me down this last couple of weeks, so he's kind of yeah, made me sad. <laughs> he's still a beast. <laughs> oh but, yeah. So um, we have forty six hundred bucks left. Okay, so. Let's look again here what we got. We got Deshaun Watson, Wayne Gallman, Josh Jacobs, Curtis Samuel, Philip Dorsett, Terry McLaurin, Travis Kelsey, Chris Thompson, and the Chargers defense. If we can make a change, take a guy out and plug a stud in. I'm thinking probably Philip Dorsett just because yeah. just because of the way that that matchup we think it goes. So we're going to go ahead mm-hmm. and take him out. We got $9,300 is our total cap right now. Mm-hmm. So looking at wide receivers, Julio. 78. D-Hop, 77. Keenan Allen, 7,600. Sammy Watkins is $6,700. You think he's going to have a big week. Do you want to go ahead and plug him in? Um, I I don't really do DFS too much. Uh, It sounds really fun, though. Um, Would that be smart to have him and Kelsey on the same kind of team? or Maybe not, because then if they lay an egg. Yeah. I, don't, so, I mean, I don't think they will, but you never know. Well, even though we didn't like Matty Ice's matchup too much, you know, Julio does tend to eat. Yeah, so I'm thinking see. probably got, Julio or Keenan maybe. Let's see. Ke- Keenan Allen's 76, so he's only within $200 of Julio. So I'm thinking yeah. Atlanta would have to throw the ball more against Tennessee than Chargers would do against Miami, though. Good point. Let's go Julio do it all right we got 1500 bucks left over so let's just leave it at like, like that so our lineup is Deshaun Watson Wayne Gallman Josh Jacobs Curtis Samuel Julio Jones scary Terry McLaurin Travis Kelsey Chris Thompson and the Chargers defense and I'm going to hold on do we have a different option instead of Wayne Gallman possibly um okay so we're we're left with 6100 bucks um at 6100 dollars we could do Marlon Mack Right at 61, or Shady McCoy. Sony Michelle's there, but I don't like that matchup. Yeah. Carrion Johnson's available. Um, Yeah. Frank Uh, Gore is available as well. I'd probably lean Marlon Mack more than Wayne Gallman. Okay, so we're yanking him out and plugging Marlon Mack in. All right. This is the week that he goes off for like 250 yards and just absolutely replaces Saquon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't don't see it happening, but... (laughs) You never know when guys get a chance. So, yeah. all right, and lineup has been submitted. Submit, yeah, okay. I already clicked it. Okay, all right, we're good to go. Perfect. So let's see how that shakes out. So, 
one last thing before we head out, Chev. Um, our good friend over at Dynast Fantasy Squad, uh, his name is Tyler. He does have a question. He said, hey, question for the podcast. This is my team. It's PPR Dynasty. What should be my next move? Trade or wait for the draft? I have two high first and thirds. So he does have the greatest quarterback of all time. He has Gardner Minshew. He has Oof. Teddy Bridgewater. And it looks like he went into the season with Sam Darnold as a starter. So obviously he had to make some moves there. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr., Tariq Cohen, Duke Johnson, Darrell Williams, Ty Johnson, Jalen Samuel. Let me see if I can get this loaded here. DJ Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, Preston Williams, Trey Quinn, Devontae Parker, uh, Corey Davis. Darius Slayton, Jacoby Myers, Deion Kane, Kelvin Harmon, Austin Hooper, Will Disley, Hayden Hurst, Tyler Higby, Chris Herndon, and Kaimi Fairbairn. Can't say that guy's name. Um, I think he's got a good squad. I would say if you are going to make a move on anything, you probably want a better quarterback possibly and i would like to see a little bit of an upgrade at running back mm -hmm. i like his wide receivers but i would probably try to sell Corey davis while you can um i would probably move Corey davis Deion kane and calvin Harmon. as much as i like all those guys they're not doing anything you're probably not starting them package them up and ship them out um austin hooper is a solid starter move will disley while his um while his price is high, yeah, I mean, you could, game. yeah, you could do like a, a like a real small fire sale here, and you know you could really make this a stout team. You got a lot of handcuffs, Tyler, but unfortunately, you have everybody else's handcuffs. So, you know, like Darwin Thompson, I was really high on him, and I was really bummed that he didn't get to start last week. Um, but aside from that, Tariq Cohen, Chev, you know that they haven't been using him too much as much as I would like. Duke Johnson hasn't been used. Daryl Williams, it's not going to last forever. Ty Johnson, handcuffed. Jalen Samuels, handcuffed. Darwin Thompson, unfortunately, right now, not much of anything. So, yeah, yeah. I, I really think he has a good team. It just needs a little cleaning up. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and definitely you, agree. And you need to play IDP, too. So, um, But that being said, you move some of these guys for draft picks, you could have a fantastic draft. So to answer your question, should you make moves or should you wait for the draft, the answer is both <laughs> hopefully mm -hmm. that that makes a little bit of sense so chev you got anything else before we head out i do not have anything else good luck guys uh hopefully we help you guys out win and win you guys a couple games this week yeah i hope so too hopefully you and i can win a couple games this week as well it, you know what's really weird nice. like my redrafts i apparently did not draft the way i should in redraft it's been a while since i've actually looked at redraft and even played in redraft but dynasty like I'm, I'm doing well just redraft i mean it's kind of embarrassing yeah what's amazing for me i'm not doing well in redraft yet i'm winning <laughs> like my teams are putting up absolute clunkers and i'm winning games so that's who blessed. cares if it's ugly yeah it must be who cares if it's ugly it's a win right yeah so, exactly just keep living on <laughs> i i will take it so I've also been told I don't do our my normal saying, uh, but you could find me on Twitter at dmbauer 85 Follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. And Chev, where can we find you? You can find me at Chev Boyardee, boy with an I. So until next time, everybody, please be kind and rewind. Did I say it right? I don't know. I'm a little out of it. Be kind. <laughs> please rewind. I don't know.
Bye, everybody. I'll see you next week. See you guys. <laughs>